Welcome to The Lamb and the Scroll, where we unpack scripture using the rich tradition of the church. I'm your host, John Brayer, and in this episode, we'll be reflecting with Pope Benedict XVI on the Babylonian exile. Today, we find ourselves in the middle of the first week of Advent, and I thought it'd be appropriate for us to do some reflection not only on Advent, but also on the Babylonian exile, because as you'll see, there's certainly a connection between the two. And as I was considering how to tie these two together, I stumbled onto a reflection from Pope Benedict XVI, in which he very explicitly ties them together. And he does so in the context of a psalm, specifically Psalm 137. Now, Pope Benedict XVI focuses his reflection on the first six verses of that psalm. And so I'd like to share those six verses with you. By the rivers of Babylon, there we sat weeping when we remembered Zion. On the poplars in its midst, we hung up our harps. For there our captors asked us for the words of a song, our tormentors for joy. Sing for us a song of Zion. But how could we sing a song of the Lord in a foreign land? If I forget you, Jerusalem, may my right hand forget. May my tongue stick to my palate if I do not remember you. If I do not exalt Jerusalem beyond all my delights. This is a fascinating psalm, and I'll include the link in the show notes if you want to check it out. It has quite a few different turns in it. But Pope Benedict XVI sees very clearly how this psalm connects to Advent. And perhaps there's some commentary I could offer on the psalm itself. But instead of doing that, I'll just turn directly to the words of Pope Benedict XVI. And I'd like to read you at least a portion of what he offered in 2005 as he reflected on these uh, words of Psalm 137. And again, I'll include the notes in case you want to read the entirety of his reflection. Coincidentally, it was given on the first Wednesday of Advent. So here we go. On this first Wednesday of Advent, a liturgical season of silence, watchfulness, and prayer in preparation for Christmas, let us meditate on Psalm 137. The text evokes the tragedy lived by the Jewish people during the destruction of Jerusalem in about 586 BC and their subsequent and consequent exile in Babylon. We have before us a national hymn of sorrow, marked by a curt nostalgia for what has been lost. This heartfelt invocation to the Lord to free his faithful from slavery in Babylon also expresses clearly the sentiments of hope and expectation of salvation with which we have begun our journey through Advent. The background to the first part of the psalm, verses 1 through 4, is the land of exile with its rivers and streams, indeed the same that irrigated the Babylonian plain to which the Jews had been deported. It is, as it were, a symbolic foreshadowing of the extermination camps to which the Jewish people in the century we have just left behind us were taken in an abominable operation of death that continues to be an indelible disgrace in the history of humanity. The second part of the psalm, verses 5 and 6, is instead pervaded by the loving memory of Zion, the city lost but still alive in the exile's hearts. The hand, tongue, palate, voice, and tears are included in the psalmist's words. The hand is indispensable to the harp player but it is already paralyzed by grief, also because the harps are hung up on the poplars. The tongue is essential to the singer, but now it is stuck to the palate. In vain do the Babylonian captors ask for songs, songs of joy. 
Zion songs are songs of the Lord, not folk songs to be performed. Only through a people's liturgy and freedom can they rise to heaven. God, who is the ultimate judge of history, will also know how to understand and accept, in accordance with his justice, the cry of victims over and above the tones of bitterness that sometimes colors them. Let us entrust ourselves to St. Augustine for a further meditation on our psalm. The great father of the church introduces a surprising and very timely note. He knows that there are many people among the inhabitants of Babylon who are committed to peace and to the good of the community, although they do not share the biblical faith. The hope of the eternal city to which we aspire is unknown to them. Within them, they have a spark of desire for the unknown, for the greater, for the transcendent, for true redemption. And Augustine says that even among the persecutors, among the non-believers, there are people who possess this spark with a sort of faith or hope as far it is, as it is possible for them in the circumstances in which they live. With this faith, even in an unknown reality, they are truly on their way towards the true Jerusalem, towards Christ. And with this openness of hope, Augustine also warns the Babylonians, as he calls them, those who do not know Christ or even God and yet desire the unknown, the eternal. And he warns us, too, not to focus merely on the material things of the present, but to persevere on the journey to God. It is also only with this greater hope that we will be able to transform this world in the right way. St. Augustine says so in these words, quote, If we are citizens of Jerusalem and must live in this land, in the confusion of this world, and in this Babylon where we do not dwell as citizens but are held as prisoner, then we should not just sing what the psalm says, but we should also live it. Something that is done with a profound, heartfelt aspiration, a full and religious yearning for the eternal city, end quote. And he adds with regard to the earthly city called Babylon, that it has people who, prompted by love for it, work to guarantee it peace, temporal peace, nourishing in their hearts no other hope. Indeed, by placing in this one all their joy without any other intention. And we see them making every effort to be useful to earthly society. And let us pray to the Lord that in all of us, this desire, this openness to God will be reawakened that even those who do not know Christ may be touched by his love so that we are all together on the pilgrimage to the definitive city and that the light of this city may appear also in our time and in our world. Again, this was from Pope Benedict XVI as he reflected on a combination of sources, Advent, Psalm 137, and the Babylonian exile, which is referenced, this time of waiting and sadness as the people of Judah, awaited the return to Jerusalem. And again, one more time in the show notes, I've included the link so that you can read the entirety of the reflection. I read most of it to you, but in case you want to see the couple portions that I edited out just for time, you're welcome to look online for that. I think it's worth thinking about the fact that we need to know our story. We need to know this history, this time of exile, so that we don't repeat it. Because as humans, we're prone to repeat things unless we are intentional about avoiding those same mistakes. And so being familiar with the history of Israel, with the history of our ancestors in faith, is a useful thing for us. 
and something worthy of our reflection. And so I hope that during this Advent, as we journey closer and closer towards Jerusalem, we consider where we've been, not only us personally, but us as a family of faith, and where we need to continue to walk, and the direction we need to continue to walk to move closer toward Jerusalem.